But for things, for some things, you might need to dissociate. In other words, to come away from, to use your imagination to escape to another place, to kind of relax the body for it to become so loose, limp, floppy, lazy and relaxed. Welcome to the 7 Day Soul TV and the A Tweak A Week podcast. If you are someone who wants to reach your full potential, who feels like you have more to give, who doesn't want to let your short time here slip through your fingers, then you finally found your tribe. I'm your host, psychologist and author Susanna Healy, and on this show, we'll be talking with expert researchers about all things psyche and soul so that you can achieve your full potential and live a life without regrets. To reach the better angels of our nature, we know the devil's in the detail of what we do repeatedly. So we'll be talking habits, existential health, bucket lists, meaning, mattering, sleep, self-actualization, responsibility, discipline, faith, procrastination, gratitude, goal-setting, sex, focus, careers, and loads more. Let's inject the everyday with a passion for your potential. But before we start, just a reminder, if you like the show, then don't forget to subscribe. You can also get your free 100 tips for daily progress by visiting the 7 homepage. Or if your workplace is all about human potential and you'd like to sponsor the show, then reach out to join us. Details are in the show notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode four of the A Tweak A Week podcast or Seven Day Soul TV, depending on where you're listening or watching to us. Welcome to each and every one of you. My name is Susanna, if we haven't met before. And if we haven't met before, after you've listened to this episode, maybe you want to go back and listen to our previous episodes. As I say, this is episode four. We're really just getting started, just getting the legs underneath us. But we're all about personal progress here of mind, body and spirit. So we're all about making the little gains that make every day matter and every day meaningful. So if that's your gig, then I'm so glad to have found each other. I'm so glad you're with me here today and we'll get going. And in today's episode, I just wanted to, I was going to actually do a different topic, and indeed I was going to do it. When I set up the lighting for this episode, it was actually before dawn this morning, and then somebody's long forgotten about test during the day got forgotten about, and it was all about getting the notes together and summarising really quickly and all the rest of it. So life got in the way, and here I am as it getting dark, uh, recording at the end of a day. But anyway, uh, so maybe if you're actually listening rather than watching, you're not missing a lot, I have to say. And I'll always, if you're if you're walking, if you're cooking, if you're running, if you're doing something else, keep it going. Don't worry, we will be. I, I'll always let you know if I'm kind of using a flip chart or something like that, or if there's anything in particular that I need to 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 get you to have a look at, or I'll have it downloaded and so that you can take a look later in the in the in the notes. Um, or I'll explain it to you. So don't worry about that in the slightest. So keep going, keep going, whatever you're doing, keep going. Um, so today, what I wanted to talk to you about was mindfulness, I'm not going to say versus, but and relaxation. I'm doing an awful lot of recordings for people at the moment and a lot of courses and that kind of thing. And I just... I see an awful lot of kind of mistruths or misunderstandings about mindfulness and relaxation. So I just wanted to kind of clear up a few things, as, as it were, in that um, so that you know what's right for you and know what meets your needs where you are at this moment. Now, mindfulness, you've probably heard of. You may not have tried. You may not may have, may have done a course and nothing ever again, uh, because that happens a lot of people. But mindfulness, it's very much in the news, has been for the last decade or so on kind of on this side of the Atlantic and for a lot longer before that. 
And indeed, of course, it's a really, really ancient practice and it's a practice about awareness. That's what it is. It sounds like a very trendy word. It's basically awareness, becoming aware. And as I'm always saying in just about every episode, I always talk about the importance of becoming conscious in order to change any of our of our um, of our habits. We need to become conscious of what we're already doing. So awareness is really, really valuable. Mindfulness is not a panacea. It's not a cure all for everything. And I think in the media, it's kind of become that way. It's like, try mindfulness. That'll help. That'll help. You know, it'll cure this. It'll cure that. It doesn't. It helps in certain things. It's very, very carefully managed and calculated, actually, and measured, uh, which is a good thing. But I think in the general media, it's been taught and promoted uh, and I teach it. I, I mean, I give courses in it, but it's been promoted as an absolute cure-all. It isn't. Um, but it is a certainly a cultural. Um, it, there's a difference between how we how we how we approach and what we learn in mindfulness compared to how we generally do things um, in, in our working day and in, in kind of certainly in Western culture. So in that way, it's really, really valuable. Um, it teaches us an awful lot. But mindfulness is simple, but it's not easy. It's simple, but it isn't easy. Um, and and people often kind of kind of come when they're in crisis or when they're under stress and think, right, I'll come and do mindfulness now. And while it's 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 never you're never unwelcome, but it's what they really say. And there's a saying in mindfulness is that actually don't sew don't sew your parachute after you've already jumped. In other words. Don't start to learn mindfulness when you're actually in crisis or at burnout level or in high stress or whatever it might be. It's just an extra demand on yourself that is actually going to be really difficult because it is culturally different from what we usually do. It's quite hard. It might feel very detached from from your, the reality of what you're experiencing in your in your life. So uh, it's not an easy thing to do. It's something that actually needs to be learned at a kind of a calmer, easier time, generally le- uh, taught as an eight week program where you meet once weekly with a group um, for about an hour, an hour and a half, that kind of thing. But you're practicing every day. And I can go into that in, in much more depth. If you'd like me to let me know in the comments and I'll certainly do that. And I do actually teach courses in it, uh, both for corporates and then kind of like one, uh, not one on ones, but groups online as well, which, which are, I love doing. Um, I love when you get to meet people that you speak to. So that's mindfulness um, and mindfulness is some of the kind of the big what we call the pillars of mindfulness are about curiosity, um, openness, um beginner's mind so you're being curious and you're kind of seeing what's going on we often focus use the breath as the anchor so we're just watching the breath come and go we're not trying to change it we're not trying to correct it in any way that's a very strong part of it not correcting things simply noticing what is happening for you in this moment um and and paying attention and and letting go of expectations so it's very much not goal oriented although it's taught just about everywhere as oh, it's great for focus. You learn to kind of focus your attention on your breath and that'll teach you to focus on your work or the next task or whatever it might be. And certainly it teaches us to become observers of our mind because it's going here and it's going there and it's going. It's like a pinball machine, isn't it? Our, our attention sometimes. So a mindfulness teaches us to become aware of that what we call monkey mind, that it's going everywhere except probably where you want it to go. 
and and we all can relate to that and mindfulness teaches us to just observe that because if you haven't if you don't know where your mind has gone if you haven't paid attention if you haven't spent the attention in other words given your attention to something it's just been grabbed by the next thing and the next crisis and the next thing that's on fire um you know if you don't do that then if 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 it's not given then it's taken isn't it that's where attention is is taken all the time all day long um so and i mean millions and billions are spent on especially online in making sure that our attention is taken all the time so mindfulness is great for becoming aware of where our attention is and what our mind is doing and simply learning to observe it really really um good very very useful it can be relaxing but it's not the same as relaxation and its aim isn't relaxation it can be great to place your mind on your breath or on a part of the body or on a body scan whatever it might be and that because if your mind is placed in one place it may try and hop off to other stuff it will um but the idea is to bring it back over and over again but the idea of mindfulness is to be awake fully awake awake to what's going on awake to where your attention is and where your mind is going awake to what's happening in the body fully awake relaxed maybe but really importantly one of the pillars is to get rid of the goal orientation that we usually have and that most people bring most people only kind of learn mindfulness because they want to learn to bring that attention or that focus or whatever it might be whereas the whole value and cultural difference in real true mindfulness is to learn that we bring goal orientation to just about everything now we're all about goals on this podcast but it's really useful to learn when to use goal orientation and when it is just wearing you out when it's exhausting you when it's time to just take the foot off the pedal and just be you know and that's the difference that's what mindfulness teaches us that idea of noticing that your goal in mindfulness is to relax more or to focus more or to be more still or whatever it might be stiller is that a word don't think so but <laughs> to be more still so it's different and it's awake to what's going on so even when we're talking about the when we're kind of getting the posture saying in a sitting position but you can do it lying you can do walking you can do it whatever way you want but when we're doing in the sitting position we're sitting away from the back of the chair if your body allows it if that's okay for your body and it's been kind to your body we're sitting upright in a gentle spine you know allowing the curve of the spine naturally to be there and not erect or anything like that but just you know sitting upright because we're saying we are awake to what's going on here that is very different to deep relaxation very different and it depends what you want and what you need you know i i mean i used uh, and i've a uh, a course for it as well i um for hypnosis for childbirth now some people do use mindfulness for childbirth i have to tell you i've got to be using deep relaxation and i even wrote it up in the irish medical times i wrote two articles for them on on hypnosis for childbirth um, and i used it myself um and it was a fascinating experience fascinating experience an amazing experience um 
I don't say the calmest child ever, but amazing. Um, and there was a time when it didn't work. And there was a time when I, I learned how to do it in the second child better. And then I, it, it worked so beautifully and the staff were coming in and kind of, you know, the trainee nurses were being sent in and the new shift of nurses was being sent in to kind of observe me. My husband told me later I didn't even notice them. Um, so really fascinating. But deep relaxation was what I needed then. And I needed dissociation, whereas mindfulness is kind of associative. In other words, you be, you're coming into the moment, you're noticing what's happening in the now. You could do that for, for childbirth. But I certainly would recommend deep relaxation and perhaps hypnosis for um, for childbirth or for deep pain or whatever, or many, many different things. It's a different skill. And deep relaxation is quite what's called dissociative. In other words, you're often you're coming. You, it, it doesn't have to be. You can be still in the moment, very, very still. And sometimes mindfulness, when you practice it, can be deeply stilling and very beautiful. But for things, for some things, you might need to dissociate. In other words, to come away from, to use your imagination to escape to another place, to kind of relax the body for it to become so loose, limp, floppy, lazy and relaxed. That you actually just, you're almost going towards it. You are going towards a stage of sleep. It's kind of, it's a dissociative. It's, it's in the same way that sleep it is dissociative. In other words, you're not aware of what's going on. You're not aware that you're sleeping. You've dissociated from your body and the mind. And that's where deep relaxation goes. And that's where hypnosis can self hypnosis can go. So it's really interesting. It's a different skill. And I think a lot of the time it's what people should be starting with before mindfulness. Uh, mindfulness is harder, in all honesty, and a lot of people love the course but never do anything with it or never find the time to do anything else. Relaxation, I would think, in honesty, I feel that relaxation is a better place to start and is hugely useful for stress, burnout, chronic pain, various different things. I can fear of flying and many different things as well fear of anxiety, panic attacks, etc. It's a different skill. Both are hugely useful. But I would often recommend that people start with a deep relaxation. Now, I am going to put one onto my, if you want to, um, I'm going to, uh, if you actually, I'll put one in the notes. That's the best place. So I'll put one in the notes. Um, there are some, there, there are some on my downloads page as well. Um, but I'll put one, a, a link to, to one in the notes for this show. So you can give it a try and you can see what it feels like. And you can see that it is kind of different to mindfulness. Um, so do that and you might kind of, you might enjoy it and you might find that actually that might be the thing for me. Both, as I say, are very useful skills to learn and um, both applicable to adults, children, teens, etc. And boy, do we need them. Boy, do we need them. So I hope that's useful to you. And um, I hope it just clarifies a few things. There's so much more to say to, to say about it. And relaxation can, as I say, be in the moment. It can be dissociative, it can be many different things. But when you look at the research and <clears throat> a lot of my research years ago, uh, was hypnosis for severe irritable bowel syndrome uh, based on an NHS funded UK program. Very successful and um, fascinating, uh, fascinating research, but it's used for so many other different things. It has been used in the past for amputations. I and my third child really was really keen to use it for a um, for a cesarean. My, my third child was kind of 
ended up being an emergency. And I was really keen and tempted to go for a, to use it for a cesarean. Uh, I was actually just too ill. I just didn't have the, the wherewithal. And that's why it ended up being an emergency. Um, but um, I can tell you it's a mix, mixed childbirth, a really lovely experience. So just kind of think about it for yourself and, and just kind of like just taking a look at the language and making sure that just because the me media and is feeding you this kind of echo chamber of mindfulness, 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 mindfulness. It's so lovely. It's beautiful to have as a skill. But it might just be that relaxation is what will meet you where you are and most serve your needs. All right. So just keeping that in mind, um, I'll put everything kind of like links and everything for the for 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 the courses and that kind of stuff in um, in in the notes below. I know how to do that, but I'll try, I'll try. I think I do. Um, you can also don't, don't don't forget if you want to kind of, you know, join our newsletter and get your your 100, 100 tips to win today. Uh, so those kind of small wins for, for winning today and every day, then sign up on the seven day homepage uh, and you'll be able to download that that um, that ebook for yourself and, and print it out for yourself. So you're winning every day. Uh, there are also the, the links to the downloads and our courses. You'll find the downloads, the various different courses that are available also on the sevendaysoul.com forward slash downloads page. Uh, so don't forget to, to join us again for the next episode when we'll be starting interviews with experts. We're talking here in this in this program. We're dealing with, you know, everything about mind, body and soul growth moving forward, but talking with the academics, the research experts, the people who are really in the know so we can separate what's kind of like just the fluff and the, you know, so often in the media, things get diluted or misinterpreted or exaggerated and you don't really know what's what. So we're all about talking directly with the experts here and the researchers and the academics in terms of of um, how to move forward in mind, body and spirit. Spirit being spirituality of all kinds, um, because as I say in my seven days old, uh, seven days old book, um, it's spirituality of all kinds has been shown to be enormously beneficial to our well-being. Um, and that's what I'm all about. So um, I hope you'll join me for episode five and our next guest, which will be announced very soon. Uh, so do f follow us on, on social media as well. All of those pages are coming in, in, in if you hang on till the end of this podcast. All right. Listen, until next time, look after yourselves and each other. And thank you for being with me. Do check out the previous episodes and goodbye. Take care. See you soon. Bye bye.